Hello everyone. Um, first of all, Merry Christmas. Start off by saying that. I hope everyone had a good time. had a had a nice Happy New Year. Um, this episode was actually filmed like back in 2021, uh, back in November. Uh, it was bonfire night, and I know that uh, because I've just finished editing it, and uh, there's so much banging in the background of fireworks going off. So if if anything's made it to the cut, I apologise. Um, try to keep things as professional as possible. But it is what it is. Um, Eighty percent of episodes that I've recorded have been in my own house, so you know, it's it's not as professional as having a studio. But you never know; we might get there one day. Uh, back to it anyway. Uh, this episode with powers or higher powers, as is known, um, we'll get into why he's called that in a moment. This was this is a slightly different episode to what I've done so far. Um, powers is the first person that I've had as a guest that I've not met before recording. Uh, so, yeah, literally, he, he's someone who's been talking to my brother. Him and my brother ran into each other at the gym. And my brother said, oh, he's a really interesting guy. Like, he'd be, he'd be a good person to get on the podcast. So I was like, yeah, wicked, bring him bring him through. So he literally come over to my house and we banged out this recording. Um, I spoke to him for about an hour beforehand and then a couple hours after we had a little drink and that, you know. But, yeah, I was very, very happy with how it went very pleased with how it went he's a really nice guy he's uh, been through a lot in life so therefore I feel like he's, he's fairly wise with his words has a lot to say he's a very positive person um, and I'm I'm sure you'll enjoy listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed having it thanks Powers, man. Good to have you here. Higher powers. Energy never dies. You know, we're here, guys. It's, yeah. n- it's nice to, uh, for me to finally be able to put a, a face to the name. Yeah, I've finally. heard a little bit about it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. Honestly, thanks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I really appreciate yeah, having yeah, you around. I appreciate being here, man, yeah. Um, the, the first thing I wanted to ask you, um, mm-hmm. where, where's powers come from? And it? What's higher powers? What's that? What's that about? So, um, higher powers actually came um, to me through a life experience that everybody obviously goes through. Um, at the time, um, I kind of lost uh, my mum, so I was going through a difficult time. And like, it was just a transition, basically. It was a transition where, you know, I started to get wiser, older. Um, you know, I'd been through a lot of things and uh, I, I, I kind of just got to that stage where I started to envision things. So, you know, like when you have like that creative side of yeah. your mind that kind of wakes up. And then um, I thought to myself, you know, I've been through all of these things and I'm still here, you know what I mean? Still look good, you know? Obviously you gotta love yourself, have self care and all that stuff there. So I used to wake up, obviously look in the mirror, you know, brushing my teeth or having a shave, whatever. Yeah, just came to me. Well, actually, actually came to me. So I had powers came to me um, through, like I'd say like, you know, after like a year of like settling down and coming to the realization that, yo, you know, people pass away. This is my, this is my journey. And then, um, yeah, powers came to me first. But then I met um, one of my mates um, when I was living in um, like in a South Derbyshire area. He's got a son and his son's so cute. Um, obviously I know 
Uh, kids are cute in general, obviously. I told him that my name was Powers. This was the first time that I ever met his, his son. Yeah, I said to the, I said to the, um, I think it was Dante. I think his name is Dante, but yes. But yeah, Dante, his little boy. Um, and uh, literally, he called me higher instead of Powers. You get me? He's like, higher, higher. And he's putting his hands up in the air as well. So it was mad. It was crazy that 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 actual time there was like a a signal for me. It was like a like I don't know. It was like a sign from my mom or something. You know what I mean? So I was thinking, wait there, higher. And then I thought of my name, higher powers, higher powers. You know, I'm quite spiritual as well. So I do believe that higher. You know, there's something out there. You know, um, and yeah, it just it just came all naturally. So then, yeah, that's how it came up. So, like, obviously, the first part, Powers, was, like, my inner self talking to me, mm -hmm. yeah? And then I got, like, an outside sign, yeah? And, you know... It, it was fit together, It right? just all fitted, yeah, perfectly. And I know um, most people that have, you know, made this transition, because it's not just me, there's a lot of people out there, they will probably tell you the same thing. They've been through experiences in their life but there was like a major time where something happened which it just all kind of clicked into place you know and you know that's the result you know mm -hmm. what i mean so yeah higher powers it's an energy you know everybody has an energy you know you know when if you meet somebody or something like that you have to have a certain frequency you might get i call it an them. aura i know exactly what yeah, you're talking about exactly. someone had to me yeah. has a good aura, aura, or, a aura or something like that so you know and these are instincts as well mm. these are your instincts telling you you know that energy is telling you yo that energy is not right or that energy is right so it's just being more in tuned with yourself and it car being a human being is not just being a human being there's a lot more detail into it you know what i mean and oh, there's only a few people well not a few people but a lot of people are starting to find that out now mm -hmm. you know what i mean being more in tune with yourself and being more you know disciplined with yourself and stuff like that having that self-care that self-love like just important. just because you live in domain you're exactly, alive exactly exactly what about religious is any of that any particular religion so or? i've been through that transition as well so obviously like i said um previously i've been through a lot um that also involved in like you know being on the streets mm. seeing certain things that you know, I was exposed to that I didn't necessarily want to be involved in, but that was my environment. So like most of my family and my nan, um, which, you know, sadly she passed away now, rest in peace, nanny. Um, she was like a Christian mm -hmm. and most of my family are like Christians. Um, but obviously when I, you know, unfortunately, um, well, I went to prison for a little bit. Um, I've been a couple of times actually. I turned Muslim mm -hmm. um, and then obviously I started to do more reading so a lot of men will be able to relate to this anyone that's been prison you know because you kind of locked up from the outside world you kind of do things that you're not usually doing what you would do out on if you was out you, that, you know yeah. what I mean so um, yeah that was my that was my like actually for me I feel like jail was probably the best time for me because I actually did things that was more um, uncomfortable for me, which I knew that I should have been doing, which was reading, 
um, and just finding out about more things just in general you know what I mean car I never um, had that when I was growing up I was I was always told to do it but I was always you know environment when I was growing up was a very you know hostile you mm. know I had other people that I looked up to which was like my mum or my dad or my uncles these were people that were on the road doing certain things you know what I mean making more money so um, yeah obviously a lot of people go through that as well in general you know what I mean that's just the world but um, you just got to be able to use your eyes and use your awareness to realise what you're in and how you're going to get out of it or if that's what you want to be in it you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, I get yeah. Um, I just want to take a, a little step back from there. Yeah. Because um, you, you mentioned about how jail was good for you because it made you do things you was uncomfortable to do yeah. when you should have been doing. Yeah. When did the uncomfortableness go away from it? So, like, reading, for example. Yeah. When did that When did that just become a part of you and, like, feel normal to do, like a, a normal thing to do to pick up a book and read? You mean like when did it feel normal to just actually instincts? You mean like yeah, like oh, this is me. Like it wasn't like you was you was trying to to do something. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a part. So obviously, when when I was in jail, obviously I did a long period of time in jail. So you have like a transition. Anything that you do in life, if you do it for a long period of time, you become more adaptable to it, and and your brain kind of kind of gets makes it a habit. Yeah, makes it a habit. Yeah. Um. So. Um, obviously, because I spent such a long time in jail, I came with more in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, withdrawing. Because obviously, I came from a family that was very spiritual anyway, which was a a good thing as well. Because it added to um, that part that I had when I went to prison. You know what I mean? It kind of woke me up a little bit, made mm-hmm. me know that life can be taken away from you so easily and plus I lost people before that and I knew that you know it's a life and death situation anyway life is about living and then you know what I mean so you gotta make the most of it while you're here you know what I mean um yeah I feel like while I was in jail obviously I became I, I got stuck into that habit of I didn't have nothing else to do I couldn't just go out and enjoy myself go spend money go to the shop you know, I think things were restricted. Yeah. You know, what I mean, these things that people do now. This was a that that was a privilege to me. You know, what I mean, like going um not going, but you know, you have to order things on a on a on a on a canteen sheet. You know, what I mean, so yeah. you can't just go to the shop. You can't just go out when you want to go out, and so all these privileges are taken away from you. And I had more value. To life, then and it, it made you realize it, it was took for granted. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. get what I'm saying. And I always knew. My dad always told me that I should read books. Mm-hmm. Never really listened to. You know what I mean? Um, my mom, she always told me, "Yo, read books." You get me? Books are very credible. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's something that you know will enlighten you for you know for your long term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like something that you store in your brain, and that's how life has been. You know, um, that's how people have always kept record of things, of writing things down passing and having books. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Passing down knowledge. So <clears throat> when I went in jail, it gave me that mindset. And this is what I've been saying about Jim. Jim gives me that mindset where I can adjust and adapt it into these other things that I know that I need to be doing. Because Jim's only just part of it. You get me? That's just keeping my mind and my body in shape. But really... I need to ins- I need to download things in my mind, you know what I mean, to be able to create 
more things i don't want to just create one thing i want to keep creating and and keep and moving forward in it you know yeah, what i mean man. that's that's life isn't it? and that's yeah. a creative mind it's not yeah like, no one ever thinks right i want to do this one thing and yeah, then exactly, my life's and done. done yeah you know what no, i mean you want to do, do that do and that. then you know what i mean you accomplish one thing you go to your next thing you want to accomplish that accomplish the next thing you know what i mean and it keeps going you yeah, know spot what i mean on, man. definitely so um you mentioned the gym thing so yeah. we'll, we'll go into that a little bit because yeah. that's obviously a lot of what you're about you're a personal trainer mm-hmm. uh when did that happen for you when when did you realize you love for gym was it in jail as well or before in then jail, or? yeah so obviously um I've, I've always had like people tell me that i've got a good physique which always kind of gave me a good confidence boost and kind of st- <coughs> steered me into that way mm-hmm. um and plus i've got family members as well that i've trained and i've seen so i've looked up to them and gone oh yeah you're a big guy you know what i mean you look good and stuff like that so <coughs> it's always been there i've always had an interest for it you know what i mean but yeah i'd say the most credible time was when i went prison so mm-hmm. when i went prison you know, you don't really get to move a lot. You know what I mean? You only get to move a couple of places, which is not very far. Yeah. And you go straight back to your, you know, your, 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 um, your cell. But um, I feel like when I went, when I came out, you know, because I got noticed so much more, like I got noticed more by my family. My family members were like, yo, you look good. You look healthy. You know what I mean? That would, that inspired me. That gave me like a, you know, a second wind. Yeah, like a push. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah? yeah. And then, you know, obviously I was getting noticed by, you know, women as well, which yeah. I am like. I like socialising. Like I said, you get me. I'm a very sociable guy. You know, I like talking to people, meeting new people. You know what I mean? And I like helping people, men and women. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was good. It was just a good thing in general. And I seen how. Um, the energy like I said the energy like the energy was always good when I seen people you know what I mean that was the main drive you know what I mean that was the main drive and then I started I, I think that's when the energy started to come I started to started to feel energy like when I was younger I didn't know about energy really yeah. I never really classed it as a thing like I've only started to hear people starting to talk about energy like say the last you know, two, three years maybe, as things have started to get worse, you know, like, you know, we've had this pandemic and all these things going on. Mm-hmm. So people are starting to get more in tune with themselves and wanting to get more healthy and that. Yeah. So I think it's 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 been gradually spreading throughout anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was my main drive for getting fit and taking the the, the, the training to a next level. Yeah man. You know what I mean? And then obviously um, you was mentioning to me before we started recording uh, yeah. about your diet and stuff as well. Yeah. What have you found? My diet at the moment, yeah, and working myself into this diet, it's been kind of easy for me. I don't want to say it's like easy for everybody because everyone's different, but it's been easy for me because obviously my background, my my family always, um, they're like Caribbean. Yeah. So we've always had like, you know, um, healthy food, you know, we eat like fish, you know, I've been brought up on curry mutton, chicken and all that stuff. But um, I think what it was is obviously there's three elements and, and this is like what I said to your brother as well. 
um, you know, going to the gym is not, that's just the first part of it. You know what I mean? You gotta make sure you get enough sleep and you gotta make sure you're eating the right foods if, you, if you're trying to get to a certain result. So you gotta know your goals. This is why I said, when you're training, it's not just about training. You gotta see a vision of how you wanna look like, how, you, how strong you wanna be, you know, the agility and the endurance, everything goes in one. So my diet um, consists of just like mainly fish, high in like fiber, iron, try and get all my minerals in. Do you think with like rice? Or um, I try not to eat um, normal rice. I eat brown rice, so it's got to be whole grain, and it's got to be like mostly organic stuff as well, like my organic stuff. Like I said, I eat a lot of veg, so I, I, I have a wide range of different veg. I love I, avocados in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love avocados. Um, well. Yeah, I do like a mad mixer. I've got a blender, so I have like smoothies. I do like mad mix. I'll have like a protein shake with oats in there, Weetabix in there, banana in there. I just try and be as creative as I can. Experimental. Yeah, experimental, exactly. Like just being in a science lab or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you can say, yeah, I'll do that again. Or (laughs) that didn't work. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so I did one not too long ago, actually, where I had um, some... So I only drink um, Alpro milk, like soya milk, like... uh, coconut milk proper proper milk i don't i try not to have no dairies you get to a stage when you train yeah you start to because you can so like because i had a vision of where where i went where i see i saw my body yeah (laughs) when i actually got to that stage i felt like you fall in love with yourself that's the most simplest way that i can pull it edit like you're always looking in the mirror you you're trying to see like if that arm's gone big deep, you know what i mean you're like Man, you just, worked hard for it though you, know you want to I mean? see the results you're just yeah. constantly looking at yourself and you fall in love with yourself you know what i mean so i got to that stage where i fell in love with myself and it yeah like i was just like yo God, bloody hell, this chest is looking nice, arms looking nice, abs looking nice. I was proud of myself. So, um, obviously, there's always space for improvement, you know. Like, obviously, a mind that always has that mindset where you're never satisfied or a person that always has that determination to, you know, never give up. You know what I mean? Just be passionate about life, innit? Because life is, like I said, short, innit? You never know. So, yeah, so, like, when I got to that transition of, like, just falling in love with myself, <laughs> I, I, the food was, like, hand in hand, and I thought to myself, well, all right, then, you know, I'm eating semi-junk, you know what I mean? I'm still trying to eat healthy, but it's not fully covered yet, you know what I mean? I started to do a little bit of research, looking on youtube finding out about different people that are you know living healthy and you know they're going to the gym and they've got that self-discipline that's all i was looking for that self-discipline car that's what you need i think diet diet helps with that because yeah um, like i was was speaking to i had a guest on before a few episodes back who's a vegan okay and he was saying like a lot of vegans wouldn't admit it but he admits that it's very very plain it's very bland it is quite a bland diet yep it is so like that that is a discipline in itself to yes. force yourself to because most healthy foods are bland and it like, yeah obviously it's nice to put all things in a blender and you can make some really nice stuff with that yeah but yeah the majority of stuff is going to be bland and it's, and it's repetitive yeah you know what I mean like, yeah I know I yeah. know brown rice is pretty yeah. pretty it's bland. Bland, bland yeah it is yeah um so that that is as well for me actually personally 
think that takes more self-discipline yeah than the whole than being than going to the gym going on a run lifting yeah. weights whatever you, you, your thing is yeah I yeah. think that's, that's actually slightly easier than, than the diet thing I think that's hard yeah definitely um, just to put it in this perspective then yeah if you you've got you know you've got kids ain't you yeah, yeah yeah so you know you know with sweets yeah Sweets, sweets is a privilege, isn't it? Really, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. You're not really like I know there's certain people out there that might just give their kids sweets all the time, yeah. But it's not good people, yeah. <laughs> you know we've got to stay off the sugarness, yeah. But like say like a privilege, then yeah, you've got you've got you, your kids there, and you say to yourself, look, I buy the, the kids some sweets every weekend, yeah. If they're good, they can have a little bit of sweets. You know what I mean, yeah. It's the same kind of perspective, yeah? If you think of it, when I go to the gym, I want to see results from myself. I'm training for my own benefit to, to push myself, yeah? So the only way that I'm going to get those results is being disciplined and making sure that I have the right fuel. Car, your, your body's like an engine. If you don't give it the right fuel, it's not going to work the right way. And obviously, since I, uh, I've changed my diet, I can tell now when I eat certain foods that are not healthy, my body will completely reject, reject. it. You know what I mean? I'll start feeling sick or I'll come up with the dirtiest fart. <laughs> Sorry, my language, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we can say what we want, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be around when I drop a stinker, mate. <laughs> I'm the opposite then, because I never oh, I eat so, like, some vegetables, because I don't have veg. I have a lot of fruit, but I don't okay. have veg very often. Yeah. So every time I eat veg, like, yeah. my bowels are Got, like, yeah. on fire. And, and, and this is what I mean. So your body adapts to whatever you give it. Yeah. yeah? So your body will start to love whatever you give it as well, yeah, because it will start to adjust and think, oh, okay, this is what you're giving me. You know, if you've got a computer, yeah, and you're mm -hmm. downloading stuff, yeah, it will download whatever you give it to download, yeah, whether it's good, bad, whatever, yeah. But to then use it, yeah, mm -hmm. in um, whatever way you're going to um, project it out, yeah, can either be... Um, so like if you you know you've got some YouTube content that you've just downloaded, but it might be you know something good with like obviously like me or something talking or something. But then you got somebody else talking rubbish. Mm -hmm. It might me obviously because I'm talking positive. People are gonna see it in a positive way. But then if you got somebody that's talking rubbish, they're yeah. gonna see it in a negative way. It's just the same kind of thing. So you've got to kind of like adjust things and see for what it really is and it you know what i mean so like with the food thing i know that the food yeah that i was you know consuming before weren't no good but i liked it mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's because my my taste buds and the way that my body's downloaded things i've always been fed Mm -hmm. You know, not 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 saying like I said, I've been brought up around Caribbean um, people, but as I got older, I had to survive off for myself. So I, I I couldn't really go to my mum's or my nan's and go and get food. I didn't really know how to cook. I never took the time out to listen to them and sit down and learn the skills. You know what I mean? So I was always eating junk food, mm -hmm. yeah. And then after a while, once you get used to it, you start to like it. You know what I mean? But then when you kind of come out of that bubble and you kind of look at yourself and go all right then is 
this, you know, what I'm gonna carry on eating and is this how I wanna, you know what I mean? And sometimes as well, like when I used to eat junk food and I used to feel sick and that, especially like I was smoking or something and that, like, you know, I didn't feel a hundred, you know what I mean? But like now I can see the difference. It's all about just elevating and it elevating, you know, you don't wanna always stay at that same level. You wanna try new things you know an experiment man just be an experimenter mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean experiment things see what works for you yeah exactly, exactly. yeah 100 percent. um have you always lived in birmingham um, i've moved about I, but i've been born in i was born in birmingham yeah. yeah i was born in birmingham but i've moved about a lot right, yeah okay yeah. Right. bit like a gypsy you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a gypsy yeah been a lot of places yeah so yeah what's been uh like the best area that you yeah. think you've lived in and what's been the worst area you think you lived in oh, and what oh how yeah. comes so let's start off with the worst get the worst out of the way obviously it would be prison but i'm not gonna say <laughs> this yeah <laughs> 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 um, the worst place was probably where i just come from um, so I, I lived uh, near Bert and there's a little area called Swaddling Coat. Right. Um, and obviously this is not this is just in my opinion and obviously my experience from over there. Um, Swaddling Coat and Burton is mostly um, there's not that many coloured people around there and it's pretty old school. You know, it's a country town, so you know they're not really used to you know you know uh, how can i put it they're, they're, they're more kind of like stuck in the past if you want to put it in that way i don't want to offend nobody yeah, no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. villagey yeah yeah. Vig- vi- yeah and there's there's nothing really to do there's nothing you know there's not it's not a big place you know what i mean i'm used to um i'm used to like you know eat just the shops alone like i explained to yourself earlier just being able to get um, certain seasonings, you know, I've got a Caribbean background, so there's certain seasonings and certain things that we use to put on our meat and whatnot, and you couldn't really get that up there, and the people are not very friendly up there mm-hmm. as well, and it's like a, a middle class area, so if you're not really working or you are not got yourself in place or in order, you kind of feel like you're you're alienated yeah yeah exactly isolated down there you know you haven't really got much to do because there's not much options around there people don't look at you and think oh they're on hard times they're like oh yeah yeah exactly that's it exactly exactly yeah i don't want to go too much about swaddling coal but that was like because obviously of the experience that I just went through, I, I left Birmingham to get away because obviously I just, you know, I went through that, you know, traumatic time of losing my mum. So I wanted to get away from Birmingham. Yeah. Start of fresh, scenery, yeah, change yeah. of scenery. A lot of places in Birmingham was giving me flashbacks and stuff like that. So I needed to start fresh. Um, so I, I didn't decide to go down there. I was kind of like, you know, it was yeah it wasn't the decision made by mine but at the same time i was thinking to myself it will probably benefit me because it will get me off the streets and i'll have some time to myself where i can find myself you know what i mean so even though it was 
a bad thing not not a bad thing it was kind of like a, a harsh experience around their car like i said it was isolated didn't have much people to talk to didn't really feel anybody that was on my wave or mm. anything like that it was difficult for me but at the same time it made me come into the realization that yo i need to get up and do something i can't rely on nobody you know what i mean i need to be able to be on my feet and you know what I mean, equip myself in the right direction. So um, yeah, it was it was a hard time, but you know I I, I got through it. I, I was going gym down there. I did meet a few nice people down there that I still speak to. Big up to them. Um, <laughs> they know who I am. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was it was good, man. It was it, it, like I said, you know, you can you can make something negative into a positive yeah you know what i mean you know what i mean you lose people you know but you've got to live for them you've got to you know carry on their legacy you know what i mean and and, and try your man. best isn't it 100 percent. that's it I like that. so yeah all right well where's where's the best area where's the nicest the nicest area oh. um i'd have to say 100 percent. i lived in southampton for a bit okay um, Southampton, and the reason why I say Southampton, it's probably changed to like how it was back in the day. So I was living around there when I, yeah, well, about 2010, 2011. Um, I had a couple mates that were living down there and I had a, a girl that was living down there. Big up to her. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just nice in general. Kind of people were nice down there. It was nice scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a different different type of environment to what I was used to down in Birmingham. I've been London, Bristol, been Newcastle, been quite a few places. Was it a bit countryside there as well? Yeah, but it mixed into two. That's why I liked it because yeah. you had like the main town where there's load you can go, you know, you can there's loads of different stuff down there. Mm-hmm. And then you had like your little countryside where you could just separate from the you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. what I liked it as well. And the people in general were just nice people as well. You know what I mean? And I felt like Southampton was like um it, it made me feel like how Birmingham was back in the day, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Carl Birmingham, you know, back in the day, it's it, it, it's changed a lot, you know what I mean? Like, Birmingham, you had... A, I'm not saying that there isn't now, so big up to the friendly people out there, but, the, you know, it's a bit more harsher now, because there's a lot more harsher things going on, you know what I mean? And, you know, you got people messing about on the road, so... You know. That's it's one of the reasons, main reasons why I want to do this is because yeah. I think community is so important. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. um, we mm. talked about religion before, and like I don't, like I, I'm not religious really at all. Although okay. I do, I do believe in certain. Like yeah. I was talking to you about auras and yeah. stuff like. I do yeah. believe in there's things. Yeah, definitely. But I, a particular religion that, that I'm not really into any of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I'm not really a religious person, but yes. one of the good things about religion, because it has good and bad, there's yes. good and bad in everything. Yes, yes. It is the community side of it. Yeah. And I think people shy away from that now. Yeah. And I think some of that is because of what goes with religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's not a lot of things the community do do together. Yeah. If anything, yeah. technology is isolated community. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um there's, there's a lack of it in every sense. Like I think in, in British culture particularly, people would hang out at the pubs and at the work yeah. class people. Yeah. They'd be in the pubs and that. Yeah. There's not as many pubs nowadays. Yeah. And the, the, there's either seems to be really horrible 
or really really nice but they're, more, they're a restaurant basically it's, the point yeah. it's not a pub you yeah. know you don't yeah. chat and get drunk with people yeah. and yeah. chat to people yeah um, so yeah man like I just think community is really really important yeah definitely um, I feel like community is something that I grew up in still uh, obviously when I was young you know I was living with my nan and you know you'd know your next door neighbour your opposite you know and everybody had like a, a, a real general friendship between each other and stuff like that Um, I feel like obviously as you said like as time's gone on um, internet's become not even just internet, just everything in general. You get what I'm saying? Technology. Like. Technology, as you said. Technology, mm-hmm. as you said, has um, kind of like stopped communication as such. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, a lot of people um, use the phones or, you know, it's the love as well, obviously. You know, people are like kind of kind of scared of each other. You know, a lot of things have been betrayed to us and projected to us, you know that people are dangerous, you know, mm. you know, don't trust each other and stuff like that. But Divisive like, that's why I'm very good with um, communication car. I like to speak to people, you know, like back in the day, you'd get some, some hello, you're right, just getting an odd hello. You probably won't even know them, but you've seen them once or twice yeah. on the same road and just being polite, you say hello, you know what I mean? We've lost that as well. Um, yeah, and it's being considerate as well. People are not very considerate about people's feelings, you know what I mean? You know, I feel like a lot of people, it comes with the love as well, you know what I mean? It's just loving each other, loving life, you know what I mean? Once you love life, yeah, I feel like everything else kind of falls into place. Kai, you do. You have got people out there that are, you know what I mean, that are nice and will say hello mm-hmm. to you and stuff like that. But it's, it's very minimum at the moment. Um, but... Yeah, you're right, um, community um, and having, you know, just that, you know, that that friendship between people and being able to uh, talk to each other and being welcoming as well. You know, a lot of people don't have that welcoming kind of, you know, um, aura about them. You know what I mean? You look at most people, they look m- miserable, you know. What they're going through projects on their face, you know what I mean? And you can pick up on energies now as well. A lot of people can pick up on energies. So, you know, if somebody looks at you and they look a bit pissed off, you can know that they're, they're pissed off or, you know, something's not right. So, all, yeah, all of that kind of just clumps into one big snowball and it just falls down. So, yes, just having more awareness, isn't it? Having yeah, more man. awareness about how our next person might feel and having consideration about their feelings and yeah just being polite well simple as that yeah it is as simple as that they are it's simple things you know what i mean it's simple things but they seem so distant to us now because we don't practice them yeah i I mean i I was saying this to my partner the other day about like even like everything that you're doing now Mm. has less interaction with people you got uber yeah, like a minute, so you don't have to call and yeah. even speak to someone. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you don't have to speak to the tax driver yeah. to ask how much yeah. it is. There's yeah, it's all distance. Fast food, everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Distance. Uh, even even well, all shopping now, pretty much. Everything you can do. is online. Distance. You can get your fags, bread, milk, yeah. like delivered. And and most people well, will pay an extra two, three pounds to have to not interact with people. Yeah, that is yeah. literally what they're yeah. paying for. Yeah, as kind well. of feel like it's more easier. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that doesn't help. I think certain people's 
well, probably everyone's mental health when it comes to socialising. Definitely, definitely. Like, it, it, it's, like we were talking about earlier, it's isolating. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Mm. And I feel like that's come with the technology, like you said. It's come with the technology. And because people are not realising that not everyone's got the best agenda of, 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 of things. So um, you got to be able to protect yourself, protect your family, you know, and, and have a, a, a certain awareness, you get what I'm saying? And know that things are changing, things are changing, and probably not for the best, you know what I mean? We have to be able to stay aware and, you know, I remember, you know, you wouldn't say, like, you know, we've got, I've got kids, you got kids, well, I've got, I've got my son, mini me, love your son, um, you know, you got kids as well. So yeah. you wouldn't talk of, if you had the, you know the um, the choice of speaking to your son on the on the phone or seeing him in person. You're gonna see him in person. Every you know what I mean? Time, Every yeah. single yeah. time. So and I feel like people because their minds are so short now. Like you don't really think as much. You your thoughts are limited right now. You know what I mean? Because you've got so much things. Like you got work. You got your your kids or whatever you've got going on in your life. Yeah, you got so many different distractions. You know, your mind starts to get smaller and smaller, and the things that you should know, that you should think about. You know what I mean? These are the simple things. When you mention them, they're simple. They're like they're at, they're at the back of your mind. You know, like if you forget something, you know it's there, yeah. but you forgot it. You know what I mean? It's the same kind of, you know what I mean? It is yeah. the same, man. It's the yeah. same. It is. We all know these things. They're just at the back of our minds, isn't it? You know what I mean? Do, do you ever exercise the mind? Like, do you do meditation or yeah. anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, like, I've been speaking to your brother about meditation. I'm saying to him he needs to get into the meditation. I do meditation every night. Um, I try to do a little bit of meditation in the morning. But by the time I wake up in the morning, i got so much energy. Like, I'm just an energetic person, you know what I mean? So... I'm roaring to go. I'm like an engine. Start up my engine. I'm ready to go. Um, but You're yeah, the opposite of me, man. I'm so slow in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Morning, can't talk for an hour. Nah. Morning. As soon as I hear the birds tweet, that's what gets me up. I think that was a part of the jail transaction, as well, the transition as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you go to prison, they're very strict. They discipline you. You know what I mean? And it, it does. It, it does benefit yeah because it puts you in a in a in a in a routine yeah where you know that you, you know there's how many hours in a day you know what i mean if you're trying to accomplish things and you're trying to get things done you know what i mean and you want to get to a certain point in your life you know what i mean you've got to be you know what i mean so um yeah i feel like that helped me a lot to to and it's always that's my 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 my, my body clock now. Mm-hmm. My body clock will never let me sleep um, over like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. I have to be up at like eight o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? My body clock won't let me go past that that um, that time. So um, in a way, it's a good. It, it was definitely a good thing. You know what I mean? Because um, it's part of the discipline, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, people, you have to get up, get things done. You know what I mean? If you've got things that you need to get done, there's no point waiting, you know, tomorrow, because then tomorrow becomes the day after, and then the day after, and the day after, you'll never get things done. So, yeah, if you've got things to do, 
get it done. No point waiting on time cars. People know time goes quick. <laughs> yeah, man, it does. Yeah, the older you get, the, 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 so much more true that becomes. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, time like, has um, been flying recently as well. So yeah, my, my son's too. Like really uh, soon, like early twenty twenty one. Yeah, and um, it feels like he's just born, man. Like, like really yeah. does, man. Like, yeah, flies by. Yeah, um, my son's ten. Yeah, I mean, and I bet to you it like, feels like he's it born. It feels like only just a couple of days ago he was born. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy how um, when you become a f- well in just in general, like you said, you know, once you get to that age time just starts flying you know what i mean if you don't keep a track of things you know what i mean it people always like, said it to me when i was younger and i never yeah, got it but same now I'm like yeah. jesus same I, yeah. I remember when i was younger man i used to say i can't wait till i get older yeah i know i, I can't mean. i know a lot of people have said that mostly <laughs> everybody's probably said that you know what i mean so taking um um value of time taking value of time a lot of people take time for granted you know what I mean? Yeah. Time is not just a word, man. Time is like your life. I don't know if you want to talk about this or not. And yeah. you're saying it's pretty open. I'm pretty so. open, yeah. But I didn't know that you went to jail, so... Okay, yeah. Uh, do you mind me asking what that was for? Because you said a few times. Okay, Um. so my first... Um. So obviously a lot of men that um, listen to this will be able to relate. Obviously, you know, when you're on the street and you're in an environment that's hostile... Um, you know, your parents don't really have the best of um, financial circumstances and whatnot, yeah, and you're seeing people struggle. You know, it's a pain, it's a stress, you know, it's something that you're not used to because you're young, you're not even mm-hmm. taught about that yet, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, you know, um, it's a big weight on your shoulder and it's unexpected, you know what I mean? Um, and that's one thing that I learned in life as well, always to expect the unexpected. I know a lot of people have heard that saying. Um, yeah, um, I feel like when I was growing up, obviously, my parents didn't really have a big influence on me. I never really seen them as like idols or whatever you want to call it. Um, I was more looking towards people that were on road, people that had nice cars, flashy things, fashion, you know, all these different things always came into play. Yeah, um, and most of my, my family members, my cousins and that, were all kind of into the streets and stuff and that as well. So that was a major influence as well. And like, I just got kind of clouded, you know what I mean? Obviously, money is the main objective for everybody, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah, I feel like, obviously, because that's the main objective in life, you get clouded, you, you know, your thoughts are not really your thoughts you you know you're going around in circles you know what i mean you're thinking you know what can i do you know i need money you're going around in circles you know and you know obviously when you're younger than that you don't really get chance especially if you you know you're kind of stubborn and you don't really take to anybody you, you feel like nobody can't tell you nothing and that you get me which a lot of kids especially nowadays have that kind of attitude you get me feel like no one can't tell you nothing you know you're going through the worst no one don't feel your pain or stress and all these other things so <clears throat> you become very um you become very rebellious you know what i mean mm-hmm. you start to rebel 
especially against your own parents and then your parents kind of lose control they've got so many other things going on they can't even control what's going on in the house and then um, you become like a free agent in it and then when you because you're on the road you remember like you get bored bored and plays into it you know what i mean you want to be out on the road you want to experiment you want to see what's going on and then when you start getting into that that experimental thing you see something that works on the road mm-hmm. you know what i mean and because it works you're attracted to it and then um yeah it just takes over from there so um i feel like obviously when i was you know on the road um, and I went to I went to jail. My first my first crime was um, um, was street robbery. So like I was doing like petty stuff, you know, starting from the bottom, worked mm-hmm. worked um, worked my way up. Um, that was I so I got I think I did like I like thirty street robberies in like one day, like me and a couple of my mates. So you know, it wasn't a, a, a guy to really kind of mess with you get me mm. I was kind of like just I didn't have no care I didn't have no feelings you get me I'd do anything for the money so um, that was my first one and then when I came out after that I got um, so I was doing like Grand Theft Auto I was doing like rubbing cars and stuff like that got a couple months for that and then um, then I started going on to the heavyweight things um, you know, my cousins were mostly involved in like, like, um, like gang stuff and it gang stuff, and um, I had a couple of people that passed away from it. Yeah, um, I, my my most serious one is when um, we did um, an armed, we did like an armed robbery on a on a shop, and that's when I got like my three years. Um, I got three years IPP. So IPP was like, they don't do it anymore, they've stopped it now. But um, I was like one of the first people to get like IPP. This was like in 2006, middle time, 2006. Um, and yeah, that was a big shock to the system. That's when I, that's when, <coughs> that's when I started to realize that that life wasn't really for me. Because mm-hmm. um, I hated jail, I hated, so like when I was growing up my dad was very harsh very strict violent towards me and stuff yeah so I hated somebody telling me what to do I didn't like no one telling me what to do telling me when I when I can't when I can't you know move from here to there or telling me when to eat especially mm-hmm. you know what I mean and sitting down in the same one dead place and having a you know a, 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 a number two a shite and living in that same room mm-hmm. you know what I mean it was just yeah it was it wasn't for me and i felt like i looked at jail differently to other men that was going to jail because a lot of men that i went jail with they used to laugh and joke and that like don't get me wrong i could laugh and joke in there but tech very you know it would, it would have to be like me and you having a conversation about outside what something happened that which was very funny something on the that's outside. taking you out yeah, of where you yeah, are yeah you get what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah i yeah. couldn't just laugh about something that was in you know what i mean so I thought from there, I, I thought very different to next man because they were just laughing and joking. And I'm thinking, yo, are you seeing this as like a joke or, you know what I mean? You're staying somewhere where you don't want to stay and you've had everything stripped mm-hmm. from you. You eat down to your clothes. 
<laughs> you get what I'm saying? You can't even wear what you want to oh, you, what you want to wear. So mm. that was very significant for me. And uh, yeah, I think like obviously, I started off you know on petty crimes, and that was just like you know most man that are, like I said will be able to relate to this that man that are from the road. You start off at the bottom and it you know you're either selling things or you're robbing people and doing things you get what i'm saying and then you work up you know what i mean so yeah i went through that that kind of madness on the road and then um obviously like i said when i when i got that that long that long term when they gave me the three years ipp that's when i kind of started to realize that yo this life ain't for me you get me mm-hmm. it was the the environment i was forced into that lifestyle you get what I'm saying? It wasn't my choice. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I, I didn't have the choice of one day I wake up and I say, all right, then, yeah, I can go to work, yeah, and uh, do something con- productive and something, you know what I mean? Or, you know, go with the man them on the road. You get what I'm saying? I didn't have a choice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at that time, that was the only thing that I seen portrayed to me that was making money. You know what I mean? Everybody else was broke. You know what I mean? My uncles, they were all broke. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was kind of mad. But it's all down to your environment and being able to see your environment for what it is and, you know, realising everyone knows what's right and wrong. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and just kind of just coming to that realisation whether, you know, it's whether if it's right or wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So... But yeah, I did a lot of time in jail, so don't do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you to be fair. Was, yeah. what, next thing I was gonna say is, yeah. as as someone who's gone through that and exper- experienced it, mm-hmm. and who you are now, yeah, what sort of things do you think could be in place in the community to prevent that happening to other people? So there's two things that I reckon that's probably the main thing. Parenting is the most probably the most significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, parenting and it like a lot of, a lot of um, kids probably grow up in a hostile. I never grew up with my mom and my dad. You get what I'm saying? So um, just that alone made um, a difference. You get me? Car. I never really got to see how to become a man and how to deal with things in a manly way. I had to learn that on my own. Mm-hmm. You get me? And because my mom. My dad made my mum fragile, you get me, by not being a man towards my mum. So that played a significance in my mum being a mum to me, you get me, because she was always stressed out, you know, there were certain things that she she wanted to do, she couldn't do it, you know what I mean, for me, you know what I mean? So that rubbed off on me, I could see the pain, you get me, from my mum, you get me? So yeah, that, that, that played a part. And obviously, you know, it all just comes down to being able to see see, see a vision and accumulating time with the with the with the with the with the child with the kids or what you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, what to see, what to see. So remember, with the technology and that, you get me a lot of kids playing computer nowadays, watching TV. When the when the parents come back from work and that. They're tired, they're just, you know, they want to cook the food, get things out of the way. Really ain't got time to really be, you know, the kids are all loud, acting all crazy. The, the parents just want to chill, want some downtime in it. So, 
that's the that's the time there, innit? That gets uh, gets spoilt for the kids because mm. they get the privileges that I couldn't get. I could probably only play the computer for like half an hour when I was a kid. You yeah, know what I mean? Same with my ass. You had to uh, <laughs> unplug the phone and mum would get angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So all these little things count. Like I said already, you know, it's the simple things that we know. But because it's at the back of the head, we forget, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just getting more in tune with your mind and knowing, say, if you got a kid, a child, you know what I mean? Make sure you blanket them, you cover them with, you know, your love, your tent, you know what I mean? Your time, time, like I said, time mm -hmm. is very significant. Make sure they're accumulating more time with you than anything else. And then, you know I mean? and they're, they're, and you're not just teaching them. You're, yeah. it's more that you're an example in it exactly. as well. So yeah. it's they're acting how you are. Exactly. So mm -hmm. remember, kids copy what they see mm -hmm. in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially like, you know, obviously everyone knows. You know, if you got a, a brand new baby, you're portraying everything that you normally do. It's gonna say what you say, move how you move. That's how that's how we that's how we download things. That's your brain. That, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it works through that throughout your whole entire life, entire life. Everything you see, you're more or less copy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It all yeah. goes in there, man. All yeah, the all goes in there. Yeah. All goes in there. Um, on the podcast, there's a few questions that mm. I like ask everyone. Mm -hmm. um, the, well, there's two. So the first one is, do you think you will always stay in Birmingham? And even if that, whether that's yes or no, yeah, why? Like elaborate on why? Okay, um, no, I I won't stay in Birmingham. I obviously will come back and, you know, um, come and um, visit and stuff. Cause I got family down here and stuff. I don't know what their plans are, but I'll always come back to Birmingham. It's my hometown. Mm -hmm. um, I want to move out of Birmingham because I see Birmingham as um, my starting point. You know what I mean? So, like I said to you, in life, I want to, you know, in life, everybody should be thinking like this. You want to get to it. You want to get from your starting point to your finishing line. And that's not going to obviously be the same place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my finishing line is going to be somewhere where I can relax back with my with my family. You know what I mean? And uh, be able to live a more comfortable lifestyle and be able to provide for each other, you know what I mean? And we can live nice and be happy, you know what I mean? Which I'm sure everybody wants, you know what I mean? Um, the other question that I ask everyone is, who out of any Brummie in it, so yeah. and any, anyone from Birmingham, yeah, from any point in time as well, yeah, that would have a, an impactful story to be on, on here, who yeah. would you like to see on the podcast? Um, it's a good question, actually. Um, probably you know what I'd probably go with Burbs's grime then. Yeah, because Burbs's grime, I know them personally, and they've got a good platform. Um, they're good lads. I recently followed like the whole Wiley thing when he come to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Followed yeah, that yeah, through yeah, them yeah, hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for them. Yeah, I wouldn't have been too into it, but they was covering it like the whole day, and there was finding him, and then there was there on the evening. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. cool, man. And I was like, because if I was a bit younger, mm. I was like, I would have been there as well. So it was sick watching it that way. Yeah, the yeah, way I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, 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 it. yeah, definitely. I like that. Answer. Yeah, man. Um, 
yeah man they they cover a wide range of different things um but yeah i was aware of um their little birmingham versus london clash thing yeah uh, it was a bit uh dramatic how it all went down but um yeah man like i said they're good guys and that you get me but um yeah they've got a loud voice Okay, yeah, cool. Man. I like that. Yeah, Where do you see yourself as, like, as in, like, with your channel and stuff like that? Like, what kind of stuff do you want to get down? Like, what's your, you know, your um, the people that you're trying to reach out to? What What's the market you're looking at? And, yeah, just that in general. Uh, my plans for it are very... <laughs> For, for the podcast anyway, are very yeah. short term at the moment. More like you said, there's little steps that steps. have to be taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, uh, and this is a whole next conversation, so I won't get too into it. Yeah. We can talk afterwards though. Yeah, okay, okay. But um, I've worked in a lot of places. Okay. And I can never get, really get on with the workplace environment. Yeah. Like I, I struggle in it. I, yeah. I try, but I struggle. I okay. Struggle. So for me, I always wanted to do something for me. Okay. Like that I enjoy. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, same thing I was saying, yeah. I sort of like messing around doing hobbies and stuff, and this is one of them. Okay. So I'm not getting paid or anything like that, like, but I do, like, I've paid for all the equipment myself. Like, yeah. I meet people myself and through help, obviously. Yeah. But then I edit it all myself, okay. I distribute it myself. But I didn't know how to do any of that when I started. So yeah. I just like getting the experience yeah, of yeah, yeah. this sort of, this sort of, thing like I'm all for entertainment like I said yeah. earlier community yeah I like sitting around chatting shit to people like you yeah. said earlier I'm, I'm a very social person yeah as well. yeah 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 but I Which do also suffer with my social anxieties yeah 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 so yeah. this is a good way for me to like network with people open up and yeah and yeah, yeah. release and it's yeah. there then like it's a piece of like my friend Tom said in a previous episode it's a piece of history then that's yeah, just been preserved it's definitely you know. it's like a it's like a it's like a book mm-hmm. you know what I mean because instead of um, reading you can hear you know what I mean and you can hear a next person's view and the next person's feelings and you know and it's also experience as well because you know um, like I said when I was growing up I never really listened to my dad or my mum I always said to myself yeah, I can't wait till I grow up you know what I mean mm-hmm. I never really took none of the teachings with me you know what I mean whereas in if I took them teachings that I got I would have been you know what I mean and mm-hmm. You know, it's all it's all a learning curve. You get what I'm saying. So, yeah, definitely you should, uh, like I said, value your time. You know what I mean, and listen to people. You know what I mean. That's what you got ears for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. That, that's what this is all about, man. Like listen to people that are, because this is for, made by Brummies for Brummies. Yeah, really. that's definitely. what that's what I'm thinking. You know. Yeah, like, one hundred. You gotta know the people from all different parts of your community, not yeah. just what you're interested in. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, it's about looking out the box and having a better view. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, you can find me, yeah, people. Um, I got Instagram. Um, it's not um proper um done up yet, but you can find my Instagram higher powers. Um, energy never dies but now just type in higher powers with the z at the end not s z at the end also on facebook as well energy source that's also one of my other titles as well and yeah man i've got like um um i've got my um closing label coming out soon which is obviously energy never dies yeah so um yeah, that I'm looking forward to myself. Yeah, very proud of that. 
honestly, thanks again for for agreeing to do the episode, man. Like, no, I feel like I could talk you. with you for ages. Thank you. <laughs> nah, no worries, man. Yeah, yeah man, like I said, thank you, you, man. Thank you, thank bro. You, man. Thank you, man. Sam. Yeah, man. Love, love.